You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker, that is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast here, powered by CRTV. Exclusively on Westwood One, I am Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here with me as well. And we would love it if you would join us. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D E A C E. Speaking of CRTV, we just wrapped up production for today's CRTV show. Let's give the audience a preview of what's forthcoming over there. And Aaron, I'll start with you. Fake news or not, don't fall for that banana in the tailpipe again. You'll never guess what the banana is this time. Indeed. And no, we're not referring to CNN. Go ahead, Todd. Well, uh, turns out your uh, the amount of drinking you did as a 17-year-old uh, can be a big deal 35 years later, even if, you know, you've led the kind of life that that clearly did not own you in any way or whatever, but that's okay because feminism or something. Well, let's, you're not exactly correct. It turns out it can be a big deal if you have an attachment to the Republican Party. Ah, yes. If you have no attachment to the Republican Party, it's not a big deal at all. Thank you. I mean, you can you can lie and cover for your buddy Harvey Weinstein and then show up on Saturday Night Live and Mm -hmm. and mock someone and and not to mention one of your buddies is also a sexual groper, Ben Affleck. You can you know overlook all of that. Um, We can find out that the woman who makes the allegation against Keith Ellison, uh, Minnesota officials don't pursue it because she won't present the the video evidence similar to how Christine Ford won't pr- produce her uh, own uh, you know clinical transcripts yeah. it's just a different and, set of rules and if guys. your great uncle you know um, left a woman for dead in a river in a car oh, well. you go. That, that actually makes you more qualified yes. to critique uh, Mr. Kavanaugh's innocence or lack thereof you know, I, there's a story in the Daily Beast today about how Ted Kennedy and uh, Chris, Chris Dodd when they were in the Senate basically raped a woman in 1995 and what's funny about this I've, I mean I listen to Rush every day back in those days and he would he was hammering this story back then and he used to refer to the waitress sandwich they had there in the senate uh, uh cafeteria or dining room whatever the hell it was called nothing happened back then now here we are 20 20 years later all of a sudden liberal daily beast wants to go ahead and remind us or go ahead and make us aware that uh, indeed ted kennedy and chris dodd long after they're of any use uh to the democratic party now suddenly um, we're going to admit that uh, they were guilty of sexual assault. I like what you guys did there. You know, I, to paraphrase Michelle Obama, I went low and you guys went lower. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, see, Steve, you're sounding partisan. You know, I just, no. Th- you know, I got into this originally to slay progressivism. And then I found something I d- disdain and loathe even more than that. Your horse plate. All of yours. not just- All of it. All Every of it. last bit of it. Right, Every last left, bit of it. Moderate. I don't care what jersey it wears. Yes. I don't care what uniform it has on, what colors, are, what colors it flies. I, with the heat of a thousand suns, with the heat of the 12th ring of hell that not even Dante visited, 
hate your horse bleep. Hate it. And hate is a strong word. In this case, it probably doesn't adequately describe how I really feel about your horse bleep. And the reality is here, the precedent has been set. As long as you're not attached to the Republican Party, you can do all the things you guys yes. just alleged. That's the reality. That's the reality. Well, if you want to watch today's CRTV show and you don't want to miss it, today's a good day to become a subscriber. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. That's how you can get a discounted subscription. It'll cost you just a quarter a day. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. And you won't just get our show, but every show we do at CRTV, including the great one, Mark Levin, the whole team. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. All right, gentlemen, it's our weekend news and views podcast here on Westwood One. Yeah, look at that grin on your face. (laughs) (sighs) This is going to be good. I don't know what's coming. I mean, I know what's coming, but I don't know the details. This is going to be good. Guys, I had a weekend. Okay, I had a weekend, man. And, you know, I I planned this out about four months ago. Uh, Noah and I were originally going to go to the Michigan-Wisconsin game this year and the whole family uh, like we did when I took note of the Michigan-Hawaii game a couple of years ago. The whole family went to Michigan because we have other family and stuff to visit there and then Amy was just going to drop Noah and I off at the game, go, enjoy it, been to Ann Arbor a million times, know my way around, etc. And then um, unlike a couple of years ago, uh, Anna's much more involved in theater locally now. She's uh, She earned a role in the local production of Bring It On so um, there's just a lot of things going on and it wasn't going to be all of us go to Michigan this time. And essentially, it was just going to be no one and I. So I got to thinking, that's a lot of, that's a long travel, just him and me. Uh, he's never been to a road game before. He's always wanted to go to a road game to root for his favorite team. Michigan's at Northwestern. Chicago's only a few hours from here. Uh, it's a rinky-dink stadium, half the size. Get in, get out. I've been to Chicago a million times, through it a million times. Getting going to Michigan to visit family myself. Uh, a cheaper trip too, and it's a, and it's a game we'll likely win because we're usually better than them. And he gets to see his team, you know, win a road game. So I plotted this out several months ago for some daddy-son bonding time, and we got some bonding. And I am quite sure Noah Noah was witness to a weekend he shall not forget. <laughs> It'll just be for pretty much none of the reasons I had originally hoped. Everything I'm about to tell you is true. Everything. Some of it I recognize as my own fault. Some of it, though, I need you to recognize that I am the victim. Please. I uh, I nearly showed my rear end. Actually, take that back. I uh, showed my rear end a few times. Uh, I chewed some rear end several several more times than that. And I I came away with really an existential question: Why would anyone voluntarily live in Illinois? Essentially take California with worse weather. 
I like when you put it that way, you're basically sympathizing with the captives who have no choice yes. in the matter. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things you'll see as I go through this weekend is all the bad things that happened to me, none of them were the result of the people of Illinois. They were like really nice to me the whole time. Well, I take that back. You guys can't drive. You cannot, you can't, you can't drive in your state. You're not, you're not really good. And you almost killed my son and I <laughs> 10 damn times. Okay. So except behind the wheel, the people of Illinois were very kind to us, which made me sympathize with them all the more. Why would you voluntarily live here? Cal all, everything about California you hate. None of the stuff you love. That's pretty much Illinois. So here was my original plan. To be for Chicago, Illinois, right? I mean, there's some yeah, fine I mean, I people went, down in... I went through most of Illinois, because you're going to see, I ended up having to see a lot of Illinois because okay. of what wow. the state did It's even me. more indicting. Okay, okay. gotcha. So I, uh, the original plan was I did my research, and there's not like a big, you know... Um, tailgate lot and a bunch of that other stuff at Northwestern. It's a really small private school. And Evanston's a Northwest suburb right in the heart of the city. Yeah, I've been to a game there. Okay. So I knew that this was not going to be, you know, I, I have been a, for those of you that don't know, I used to cover college sports for a living. So I mean, I've been to all kinds of stadiums, all kinds of events. Beyond even going to Michigan games as a fan, I have been to numerous stadiums in my previous sports career. So I kind of know what the general lay of the land is for a collegiate sporting event. And all the research I did last spring said Northwestern's totally different. So I went to Spot Hero. Do you guys know what that is? It's like a parking app. It's like a, I don't know, Facebook, Tinder for parking. Okay. Got me a nice parking spot right there on campus, about two miles away from the stadium. And uh, it only cost me five bucks and it was under video surveillance and secure by one of the L trains and uh, figured it was close enough that if we had to walk, we could. Otherwise, I just have an Uber pick us up there and take us right to the front of the stadium. Okay. Now, the first mistake I think I made is I wanted us to stay on the outside of Chicago so that when we got up to go home on Sunday morning, yeah. we wouldn't have to go back through Chicago again, but we could just immediately turn to the west and head back to the Des Moines. That's okay? same. Mm -hmm. right? So we stayed at the Hampton Inn in Naperville, Illinois. Yeah, that's out there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I knew it was away from Evanston, but I did that on purpose again because I didn't, on the, I wanted to get up on Sunday morning because I, I don't know what you guys are like when I'm on vacation. I can't wait to get there. I love it when I'm there, but when it's time to go home, yep. I need to just get home. Yep. Because I, I, I need as much download time from the getaway, you know, so I just, I want to get home, you know? And I've constantly got George Costanza's, we're making wonderful time here, voice going on in the back of my head. It's like I'm racing against myself all the time. All right. So, so we stay at the Hampton Inn in Naperville. That's where I got the hotel reservations. All right. I go to Vivid Seating, which is ESPN's version of a ticket broker. I get our seats. And I, you know, it's not that I'm cheap or couldn't afford it. I, we could have gotten better seats, but I haven't had a chance to watch a game from the press box in a couple of years. And analytically, that really is the best vantage point you get to truly see how the game is developing. So Northwestern's t stadium is so small. I put us in the upper deck. 
but like right up against the railing of the upper deck underneath the press box at about the 40 yard line so that I could have the closest vantage point to what it looks like in yeah. the press box that should be to good. truly yeah. get a chance to see how the game is developing, right? Because I, I do this little Michigan podcast thing on the side and I wanted to have a chance to see things I can't normally see when I'm on TV, when I'm just watching on TV or even when I'm right there on the sidelines, you can't see this stuff, okay? So I've got the trip, everything's planned out, everything's paid for for months, we get set to go. You know, I've been to, again, I've been to through Chicago, guys, I've made this drive a hundred times in my life. And I know I can get from Des Moines to Chicago, which is about 300 miles. I can get there pretty consistently in about three and a half hours. Three hours and 45 minutes tops. What? Yeah. Because I just go 85 the whole way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. So we leave. No and I get out of there. You know, I got to get my workout in. So we go to the gym Friday morning, get our workout in, come home, shower up, and we're out. We get out of the house about 11.15. Sure enough, about 3 o'clock, because I kind of count Joliet in that whole area because the way Chicago traffic works, pretty much everything from Joliet in is pretty much Chicago. I know Joliet's like 40 miles from Chicago, but if you know, if you've made this drive on I-80 enough over the years, pretty much everything from Joliet in is your Chicago commute, okay? So I get inside Joliet right around 3 o'clock. And I'm, George Costanza is telling me, you're making wonderful time here. Now, I had made the plan that since I'd never been to a game in Evanston before, if, if I didn't have my son with me who's 11 and can't drive, he's at, he's, at, he's at kind of the worst age to do this. Whereas he's not so young that I can just make every decision and do everything for him and pick him up and hold him. You know what I'm saying? Where I don't need to worry about what his input is. Because he's just going to have to do whatever I say. I'm in total control. But he's not old enough yet where he can pick up the driving. or yeah, he, He's just he's at that in-between age where he's not quite yet ready to assist. But he's too old to be babysat at the same time. All right? So I wanted, if it was just me, I would not have done this. But since I'm taking him, I had made the decision ahead of time that we were going to go into Evanston. And visibly see where our parking spot is in its proximity to the stadium rather than waiting and doing this the day of the game where there's going to be thousands more people there trying. I didn't want to have to figure out on the fly the situation with him with me. Is this still okay so far? Am I, yeah. am I making conscientious decisions? Yes. Okay. That yeah. I thought it would be best with him with me. Again, if it was on my own, man, I'd just do it and make, make it happen. But since I got a kid with me, I'm like, you know, I better know ahead of time just in case something goes wrong. So I admit going in, that made the normal Chicago trek and commute more perilous. And I am using the word perilous for eight reasons. And this seems to work against your philosophy of staying on the outskirts. Yes. So I... You were double-minded, man. You were double-minded. I end up going through the heart of Chicago. <laughs> that's, that's a sitcom that's, right there. <laughs> I ended up going through the heart of Chicago. I didn't even finish the sentence already. You guys are pouncing. All right. About 3.30 on a Friday afternoon. Forgetting. And I'm I'm texting the guy who represents us here, Chris Crane, who helped basically start CRTV, who lives in Chicago. 
I'm, I'm, yes, I'm texting him from the road, which I never do. Like I'm, I'm militant about not texting and driving, but I wasn't driving guys. I was texting and parking. Is texting and parking. Okay. Yeah. Is texting yeah. and parking. I think it's fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're parked and texting, right. Cause I spent a lot of damn time parked all kinds of time. As a matter of fact, and I'm glad I, you did because I'm sure we have a paper trail then of the rage that ensued. This I think good. I listened to 74 podcasts <laughs> and I'm, I'm texting Chris. He's like, hey, did you, did you realize the Cubs and the Cardinals are in town for the Cubs Cardinals oh. tonight? <laughs> and of course, like um, this show. Like what, it. What, what side of town do the Cubs play on? Uh, the north side. North side. Where, where, where am I going? The north side. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's Michigan. So how many people do you think we bring in from the state? We're, we're at least half the stadium. So all these Michigan fans, all these Cardinal fans, all these Cubs fans, and I get there right at the same time and in the same direction they're going. It took me... And the amount of construction... <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? You, are you are kidding you sure me with you've this? Have you been to Chicago? <laughs> I've never this this was this was Byzantine. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, it was like and it was constantly this lane's changed and this one. You got to switch sides all the time. And there's semis going back and forth. You're never gonna leave your basement again, guys. I got to our parking spot in Evanston, Illinois, two miles from from Ryan Field, formerly known as Dice Stadium. <laughs> That was a good branding decision they made with that, by the way, to get rid of Dice Stadium. Okay, I got there. I pulled into our parking spot at 6.30. It took me... It took me almost as much time to drive from Chicago... To Chicago. To Des Moines to Chicago as it did to get across Chicago. I'm not making any of this up. Des Moines to Chicago, three hours. Chicago to Chicago, three hours. And of course, I'm in stop and go. Well, mostly stop, 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 go, stop, 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 go, stop, 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 traffic. So I can't use the cruise or anything, right? Oh, man. My my uh, hip flexor starts spazzing me oh. out. Why didn't you give up? on this <laughs> like an hour in what you you had your hotel on the outskirts on purpose you could just turn around here's the thing i thought about that too i'm like screw it man it cannot be this bad tomorrow we'll just wing it there was nowhere to get off i could not i was trapped i could not get off anywhere and there's a million tolls and they're all road constructed i couldn't t- you know how many tolls i ran because i didn't know I mean, I couldn't, I didn't know when I, I didn't know what was a lane. <laughs> You're on the lamb right now, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should probably find a safe house, Lilo, for a few days. <laughs> right now, my name is Bench Warrant in the city of Chicago, I'm sure. <laughs> now, this was just a commute there. And and I have no other drivers or anything. My wife's not with me. And and you guys know, I, I'm not a stereotype. You know, I've I've been actively involved in our kids from the day they were born. I've changed all the diapers. When Anna was young, the reason why she's so much like me is because we still needed Amy to work when Anna was first born. So she spent, I worked during the day, so Amy stayed home. I'd come home at night, Amy would go to work. So Anna spent all our nights with me. Like I still remember like it was yesterday when when Steve was going off to college on Blue's Clues and I had to be home from my sports talk radio show at a certain time because the handoff between mom and I 
could not cause Anna to miss Steve going off to college on Blue's Clues that night. That was a big night, all right? So I'm not, you know, my kids aren't used to being with me. They're alone with me all the time. Amy gets so mad at me when she goes on trips and comes back because the house will be clean. All the kids' homework is all done. I think she kind of would like it if, if I was frazzled and the kids were out of control. Because she comes home sometimes like, I don't even guys even need me. So this is, I'm not, you know, distant dad. I'm trying to be weekend warrior here, spending some time with my son. I, but I was overmatched. I was overmatched. All right. So now we've got to make it back. And, and I have to pee so bad. And there was nowhere to get off, nowhere to go. So we're sitting there in this surveillance lot. And I'm like, dude, man, I like the Noah. I'm like, I gotta go, bro. Somehow I'm whipping up. I'm gonna go right here. I, I can't hold it anymore. So I'm like, be on the lookout. And I forget. You know, I, 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 I was reminded numerous times on this trip. Noah grew up, has grown up in a nice upper middle class suburb homeschooled kid. He doesn't know the way of things like like we were raised Todd when I told him to be on the lookout he has no idea what that means I can totally relate of course you can he's like what am I looking for you want me to watch he has no idea he's looking at me like dude be on the lookout he's like he's like totally lost what am I watching for He's like, is my dad, are you, you creep? You want me to watch you pee? What do you, what do you want me to be on the lookout for? What do you want me to look at? If what's next isn't you telling me that you got arrested for public urination, I just want you to lie to me anyways, because I want that. I want that. So I realized he doesn't understand the lookout thing. So I said, you know what? He had, he had drank a bottle of naked juice. So I'm hand me your bottle. All right, so he hand me the bottle. All right. So I just peed right there in the driver's seat. I'm like, be on the lookout. Look out for what? I said, cops. He's like, this is against the law? You're just peeing. He doesn't, again, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get some of this stuff. All right. So now I'm trying to psych myself up because we've still got to get back to the hotel on the other side of Chicago and Naperville now. And I love it when my Siri map tells me distance, 27 miles. Time, one hour and 41 minutes. Oh, man. See, why didn't you bag that plan now? Again, what's, you, didn't, you, you went through with the drive, fine. Well, because, Todd, there's not going to be... I could have just... Because I hadn't prepaid the hotel, right? So I could have just ditched the reservation. But I'm not going to find a hotel suitable uh-huh. for him yeah. on, a, on the night before the Michigan Northwestern game. I'm not going to find that. So I've got right. to go, go back. Go on. All right? I, I pull so, my question. So now we got to make it back. And now it's pitch dark. And all this construction, everything is going on. And guys, I got to tell you, man, I am driving Miss Frickin' Daisy, okay? I am 10 and 2. I'm staying in the right-hand lane. I don't trust any of these mothers, okay? People are weaving in and out of traffic, cutting you off. I, um, my mission trip to Haiti was less stressful. We finally get, we, 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 we finally get to the hotel, all right? And it did take, it didn't take an hour and 41 minutes. I just want you to know, it took an hour and 37 minutes. So 
I'm still making George Costanza proud. I shaved four minutes off the time. And I've been so stressed out. I've not been able to eat or anything. Because, you know, because I'm the only one driving. We're stuck here. So, of course, you know, I'm starving. So, subway by the apartment or by the hotel. And I know I can eat that, no problem, no digestive. I don't like trying new stuff when I go to different towns because I don't know if my system will tolerate it or not. You know, so I just, I do the sub, I, we go to Subway. Noah loves Subway. So we go in there, all right? We get two combo sandwiches. I get mine. What do they call that? Uh, not double meat, but it's like the one and a half times meat and they make it nicer for you or something, whatever that's called at Subway the executive or something or other and a bottled water for my drink it was $34 and 41 cents what Hmm. really oh no I believe me I remembered this how $34 and 41 cents at a subway yeah and see Morton's was like Morton's Steakhouse is across the street and I'm like, maybe I should have just taken him there. How is that subway open? Who's going to? Because everything is like this here. Everything is dramatically more expensive and everything else. I didn't tell you about all the tolls. Oh, so yeah. Amy, so I never have any cash, which is very convenient because you don't have to worry about losing it, you know, and when I travel, I just use my card. Well, the problem is I don't have cash or change for these tolls. I thought that I did. I usually have like a whole bunch of quarters in my change thing. I get up to the first one. Someone had raided my change cabinet. I didn't have any change. No, poor kid's got $4 to his name. I had to have him give it to me. So we had the money to get to the hotel. <laughs> Do you know the dude code violation emails you are going to get after this podcast? You, I mean, really, you think you've had it. This rough. is just Friday, I guys. Know. You are just going to get destroyed by our <laughs> listeners. Destroyed. <laughs> $34 and 41 cents at Subway. So we get back to the hotel. Finally, we get something to eat. Okay. I literally, an hour after eating, passed out. I was just exhausted. All the adrenaline's gone. I get up like three hours later, and I have a Charlie horse in my leg and a shin splint <laughs> yeah. in the other side. <laughs> Again, I'm, everything I'm saying is true. I have a Charlie horse in my right calf and a shin splint in my left leg. Because of just the way I had to sit and how long I had to sit and everything else. We get up Saturday. You're alive. Yeah, I'm alive. We get up Saturday. I let Noah sleep in. I get a workout in. We watch all of college game day together. Looks like it's a gorgeous day. And I finally realized like on my Siri maps, I could set it to avoid. Because I just had the automatic setting fastest route to everything. So I, I realized I could change the settings. I didn't know this before. I could change the settings to go ahead and give me routes that bypass highways and tollways. Because I'm only 27 miles away. There's got to be a residential way from Naper, a residential route from Naperville, Naperville, 27 miles over to Evanston, right? Sure. Mm. And I'm like, even if it's a little longer, because the Cubs are now playing at noon, and I'm trying to figure out what time to leave. So we're like, let's leave at 1230. Everybody, that'll account for late arriving traffic for the Cubs cards game. And 
Then I make the decision. We'll go back and forth. Should I take the quickest route? I decide where to go residential. That it will take longer, but it'll just be less stressful. And if no one needs to step, needs to pull over and go to the bathroom or something, it's a lot easier going down Gulf Road than it is, you know, uh, 294, 88, park and stop, go expressway. So we, we've had a great morning. Hotel's got free breakfast. We're heading in. Construction everywhere. But again, it's a beautiful residential day. Windows are down. I'm listening to uh, Syracuse Clemson and a bunch of college games on the way in with Noah. I'm thinking, we got Friday out of our system. We've totally turned this around, guys. This is now, we're not going to have our father-son bonding moment. We're, we're so good right now. We get to our parking spot. Uh, again, with about an hour and a half before the game starts, which is about when the gates open. And again, I got to pee really bad. This time I tell Noah to look out. He knows what to do. But dude, we've made huge progress in one day here. All right? I'm feeling like, I'm feeling major, I'm in a major dad groove right now. He was once a boy, now he's a man. Yes. I, I got my Uber app out. I get the, you know, the Uber car is there picking us up in three minutes. And takes us right up, you know, we drives us through the little campus area there, drops us right off in front of the stadium. I'm like, dude, right now, and fuego. I took some shots that are on our Facebook wall. With Noah and I at the Michigan team truck, and we get into the stadium, and it's good to go. All right? I'm thinking we made it. We get the worst is behind us. This was the hard part, getting to the game. Yeah. And then your football team took the field? No, then, 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 then Noah had to use the bathroom. This is a Big Ten football stadium in the year of our Lord, 2018. For the entire upper deck, there are three men's rooms. In each of the three men's rooms are four urinals and two stalls. No troughs. No, for the entire upper deck. For thousands of people in suburban Chicago, Illinois. I go to get concessions, which there's not much of. Like, I was up there like, man, what should I risk eating? Should I try the pizza here? Should I get a sandwich? I'm not having had lunch yet. Uh, candy is on the menu, and they have one candy in the whole, and they have one candy in the whole stadium. Or No, there's two. There's licorice and peanut M&Ms. That's all they have. That's all they have. They had... They had cold pretzels if you wanted one of those, because I, I, Noah loves pretzels. They had cold pretzels. They had eminent peanut M&M. I'm giving you a litany of first world problems right now, and if you're not sad for me, I don't know what to tell you, okay? We're trying to have a Try society here. Yeah. Says George Costanza again. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, they don't have Coke Zero. Every Coke product imaginable, and no Coke Zero. Okay. I mean, I'm about to lose it on blue M&M's right now. Right now. I then give him my card after getting Noah his cold pretzel and myself a Coke, Diet Coke. I give him my card. They have one of those old, not the ones that you you know run it through with the triple paper from when we were kids, but one of the old, you know, dial-up Card readers, uh, sure, from like 1998, and they cannot figure out. 
and, I've, and we have one of those Quicksilver cards, and I I get why it's confusing. All right, I, it was confusing to me at first because the strip on the back points one way and the and the arrow points the other. It's kind of odd how it's configured compared to most credit cards or debit cards. And so he keeps trying to swipe it, and he's doing it wrong, and it won't work. And and I keep trying to interrupt and show him how it goes. And this is like a scene out of Seinfeld. <laughs> Every time I try to tell him how to turn it, he turns around, hot chocolate! I'm like, no, turn it, hot dog! I mean, this is literally, ha- this goes on for five minutes, man! Every time I try, no, you need to turn, uh, popcorn! He did, literally, it's like he's waiting for me to talk before he just randomly shouts out items that people need. And I, I, didn't, I didn't order any of these items, so I don't know why he's shouting for them. Then after five minutes of this, he looks at me and he says, hey, brother, I can't get your card to work. <laughs> Which, of course, now there's a mile-long line, and when everybody looks at you, when they say your card can't work, what, do you, what does that usually code for? You're that guy now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I finally took out my debit card. All right. Gave him that instead. They were able to use that. And again, I'm thinking, what else could happen? Right? Nothing else could happen. Game gets started. Mostly we're surrounded by Michigan fans. We're thinking this is pretty cool. After opening kickoff, a group of Northwestern fans comes in, sits right behind us. They are freaking plastered. And it is loud and it is obnoxious. And it's right in Noah's ear. And... Now they're 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 basically ruining his experience trying to watch the game. Then we get to the first quarter. It it was literally it, Michigan would have played a better quarter had they actually not shown up. Like it was it was it, it's as bad as they could possibly play. And then I look down and Noah is I look over and Noah is like shivering. Now it was about fifty one degrees. And we're in the upper deck, so it's a little cooler the higher up you go, but it's not freezing or anything, you know? And he's wearing he's wearing his Michigan hoodie. He's got his hood up, you know? He's, he should be keeping the heat in. And I'm like, I'm looking over, though. I can hear his teeth chattering in the full stadium. I'm like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, I'm freezing. I'm like, how are you freezing? You got like three shirts on. I look down. He's wearing sandals with no socks. So he's basically barefoot. I said, son, I told you to pack two pairs of shoes just in case of the weather. No, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. He goes, no, dad, you didn't. You just told me to bring comfortable shoes. And so now this guy behind us is screaming 37 obscenities. My, everybody around us is then watching my son and I argue about whether I told him to bring two pairs of shoes. He is insistent insistent and I always told him since he was young if I'm wrong as long as you're respectful stand up to me and tell me why I'm wrong because I'm not going to be right about everything so he's doing it right but he wants to do it now in front of 48,000 people while a drunk guy behind us screams obscenities while his team is ahead 17 to nothing forget nefarious plot we need to turn this into a movie (laughs) buy the rights to this I looked down at my phone because I had sent him a text to have in writing I'm like, young man, I'm going to show you right now. Because, of course, me winning this argument will suddenly make his feet warmer. (laughs) 
But now we're both having a contest of pride. You don't have sons, so you don't get this. All right. But now I can't. He, I cannot be proven wrong. He cannot allow me to be proven right. It is on. <laughs> so I said, young man, I'm pulling this out right now. And I grabbed my phone where I gave him the text message of everything he needed to pack. And I looked down at the shoes and it says, bring comfortable shoes, socks if you would like, just like he claimed it did. Don't! <laughs> so I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm wrong. I'm, my bad. I'm sorry. About everything. <laughs> yes, about everything. Yes. Okay, we get into the second quarter, and now the sun's going down. And he is sniffling, sneezing, and I'm like, I'm going to take this kid home with pneumonia. And his mom finna kill me. All right? So I look at him as we get, it's about halftime. And I'm doing the math in my head from when the Uber ride got us to the stadium. My Siri map says... Traffic is pretty dead right now, so only 59 minutes to get back to the hotel. So I'm doing the math in my head. If we go now, if you're this cold, if we go now, I am confident we will be back in time to watch the entire fourth quarter. Okay? But I'm, I'm said, Noah, the decision is now or never. You either we are, We're either going right now because you're too cold, or man up, we're, we're seeing this thing through. He's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, no. It's up to you. How cold are you? I'm packing 260 pounds. I'm going to make it through this. All right? You're a buck five, brah. Maybe. Okay? So you tell me. He's like, I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm like, all right. Get through all of halftime. Teams start lining up for the second half kickoff. No, actually, Northwestern got the ball. So Northwestern's coming out, getting ready to take the ball. What do you think happens next, guys? Come on, you know what happens next, don't you? I'm too cold. He says, Daddy, I'm, I can't. I'm, I'm too cold, man. I can't do it. Oh, wrong answer, son. <laughs> wrong answer. So I'm like, all right, come on. Okay. So we are. I'm a bat out of hell coming out of this stadium. And I'm trying to get my Uber app to work. And... The internet connection there, I can't get any internet connection outside of the stadium at all. I look at one of the security guys. I'm like, where does, where's there an Uber? Because he probably, with the game going on, probably can't pull up to the front of the stadium anyway. So I'm like, where's like an Uber taxi pickup? The guy's like three blocks down. So we walk three blocks down there. I finally have enough of an Uber connection that or, or an internet connection that my, my uber app works and i get us an uber to take us to the parking spot it says six minutes away finishing another uh, another customer 10 minutes goes by i'm trying to get the game on my phone because i can hear screaming and stuff going on in the stadium i don't have a clue what's happening uber never shows finally 10 minutes later the driver calls and God bless him. It's a great country. 
All of us had immigrant families that came here originally, unless we're descended from the indigenous people. But I needed to get, I needed an Uber driver from Evanston, Illinois, not New Delhi. Okay, this this I might have picked up every of every eleventh word. And on the walk over there, because Noah's wearing these sandals, he trips on the curb, scrapes his knee really bad, and is limping the rest of the time. So he's limping. I can't, I can't get, and his name was, I'm not being racist, his name was literally Jafar. I'll show you the proof. The driver's name was literally Jafar. I cannot understand, and of course I'm screaming into my phone, Jafar, I don't understand Jafar. And What do you think? I'm in a liberal college town. What do you think they're thinking? All these people are walking by. I'm like, what a racist, heteronormative, patriarchal white guy. Wow. And he's just doing doing it out in the open. Where's your MAGA hat, for goodness sakes? So I'm, I'm getting racially profiled by calling the guy by his name. His name was literally Jafar. I don't can't figure out what he's saying to me. Then he's like, I need you to go, I need you to go over here. Over, 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 there, over there. Where? I don't know. I'm not from here. So I'm like, you know what, Noah, let's just start walking into campus town because there's got to be like restaurants and stuff there where people will be watching the game and they're used to getting Ubers and taxis, right? So we get to this one place and all kinds of people are there. I call Jafar back and yes, that's his name. Be right there, be right there. 10 minutes goes by. No Jafar. Jafar nowhere in his white Prius. No, I'm not making that part up either. In his white Prius in a college town, Jafar is nowhere to be found. Jafar is far gone. He's far away. He's far. His name's not Jafar. He's just afar now. He's afar. Noah's limping. His leg is bleeding. I finally looked at him and I looked at my Siri map and it said walking distance 1.8 miles. And I just had, I, I heard that Bill Parcells line from NFL Films. This is why you lift all them damn weights. I'm like, you know, we are just doing this right now. We're booking it. So I said, Noah, keep up. Let's go. And Jafar keeps trying to call me. And I keep answering. I can't understand. So finally, I just gave up on Jafar. And we start making the walk back to the parking spot. So... The parking the, the the app says next walking turn on Elgin, hang a left. So we get up there and guess what? Congratulations, your Brewers just won the division. Nice they job. did. Yeah. They did. We get up we get up there and guess what? For some odd reason, this college town has a lane down the middle of the street where skateboarders can go. <laughs> but sidewalks are only on one side of the road. And we can't cross because the traffic is so bad. So I'm walking along this embankment on the side of the road where there's no sidewalk, just this wooded area. And there's maybe maybe a foot of walking space before you just fall into the street. And Noah's trying to navigate this. And he's already fallen once, so he can't do it. So finally, I just have to pick him up like I did when he was little. I wait for my opening and we dart across the side of the, across the street where there's actually a sidewalk. I'm not looking at the route. I have got to pee like a racehorse right now. But it says we got a mile and a half to go. So I'm looking at the route and I'm like, you know what? If I time this right, 
There's a gas station. The last time we have to turn left and cross the street, there's a gas station right there. I'll pee right there for the last half of a mile and we'll finish it out and head home. So man, we are, now he cannot keep up. All right, my legs are longer. He can't keep up with my strides. Plus he's banged up, poor little guy. And I need him to keep up with me because I am going to urinate in my pants. And I did something I'm really not proud of, but it worked. I looked at him. Now, we are in a beautiful college town of Evanston, Illinois. I mean, it's a gorgeous community. It's basically Pella, Iowa with less white people. It's a beautiful college town. Anything you'd want to do, great place to hang out, right? But again, he doesn't know this. Okay, he just knows Chicago and everybody gets murdered and it's on the news all the time. So I looked at him. I said, young man, we are in Chicago. We are in a dangerous place where people die. We cannot afford to stop. We've got to move now. And of course, there's like a florist over here and like a Swedish bakery over there. <laughs> and his, his eyes get all big. That kid, man, suddenly this thing turned into a 5K. It was on. All right, so he was with me the whole way. So we're making great time. I'm gonna, we're gonna get to the car. And at least I, get, I might get to the car by the time the fourth quarter starts where I could listen to it on the radio on the way back to the hotel. We get to that place I mentioned, we're gonna make that last turn left, and that's where the gas station is. Of course, how many plate gas stations and restaurants do you think we've passed by now? Like a dozen at least, right? And finally, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pee, stretch out my calves a little bit because they're burning, make the last half mile, get in the car, head back home, we're all gonna laugh about this later. I walk into the gas station, and this 110-pound gas station attendant comes out. Like, hey, sir, uh, where's your restroom? He goes, oh, I was just coming out of there. It, uh, it's, it's broken now. <laughs> I don't know what look I had on my face, but I could tell from the look on his face, it was not, it, it, it was not friendly. And I looked over at Noah, and Noah was looking at this guy, and I thought I saw him mouth the words, run. <laughs> I think he thought his old man was going to kill this gas station attendant with his bare hands. And I won't deny that for a fleeting moment, the phrase red rum flashed into my memory banks. We storm out of there. We finally get to the last half mile. Now, the good news is, it's the third time in a row. I've told Noah by now, be on the lookout, because I got to go when we get to the parking spot. I think he just thinks we just pee at the parking spot now. That's just what we do, okay? <laughs> so he was totally on the lookout, ready to go, all right? All right. So now we're going to make it back. The, we're listening to the game on the way. My internet goes out for a minute. And I lose track of where I'm at and I make a wrong turn. Siri comes back on. Uh, proceed to the route. Proceed to the route. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. All right. She's nagging the hell out of me right now. So I make a U-turn to get back on track. And I'm in this place where I've got to get over to the I've got to get over to the right. Because my my on-ramp is right there, but there's all this traffic. 
and, I, and I'm trying to get to a place where I can get squeezed in and no one will let me in. So what do you think I did? I punched it to get ahead of all these cars to cut them off to try to get onto the on-ramp. Gotcha. Okay. Unfortunately, one of the cars I got ahead of is one of uh, Edmonston, Illinois' finest. Oh, man. So I'm like, I get through, I get past these cars. I'm about to get on the interstate to Naperville. I'm feeling good. Like, I'm again, every, every time I thought I was back on this track, on track, this city knocked me down every time. I'm like, there's the on-ramp. I'm out of here, right? Rearview mirror. Here are the shiny lights. No. I have to pull over. All right, and I don't believe Noah has spoken in an hour. Okay, and cop comes up, and Amy always gives me the updated insurance cards when we get them in the mail, but I never throw the old ones away. So the cop comes up, knocks on my door, and I'm fumbling through my glove box, and all these papers come out. What do you think that looks like? Okay. And finally, I find, I, I handed him three that were expired. I finally find the one that's the current uh, insurance registration for my car. And he goes, uh, do you know how fast you're going? I said, I honestly don't, officer. He goes, you were going at least 15 miles over the speed limit. And you went right by a cop. People don't usually do that. They usually slow down when they see me. <laughs> and he goes, where are you from? And I said, Iowa. He goes, what are you doing here? He goes, uh, I went to the game. He goes, you've never been here before, have you? I said, no. He go, I go, he goes, what's going on? I said, my boy's in the bag. He's freezing cold under a blanket, which he was, but I really played that part up. And uh, I'm totally lost. I made a wrong turn. I, I've got to get back to Naperville. He goes, why in the hell are you, did you stay in Naperville? And I'm like, I thought when we went home in the morning, it'd be best to avoid all the Chicago traffic and just head home. He goes, you now realize this was a mistake, right? <laughs> And I said, yes, I'm sorry. And, you know, he goes, how's your driving record? I said, pretty good. He goes, all right, just wait here for a second. And I'm like, I'm going to get a freaking ticket. I can't believe it. We come back and the guy, I, I think he just saw the, he saw how defeated I was. That I had the same look Michael Keaton had on his face and Mr. Mom when he tries taking his kids to the school for the first time and he's doing it wrong, you know. And he looks at me and he just goes, listen, man, just... Just watch you're going and get back to your hotel. Wow. Relax. No way. There's you've grace had, in this story? Yeah, no he goes, way. <laughs> he goes, it's pretty obvious. You guys, you've had a tough night. Plus, you guys are losing right now. So, you know, just relax. All right. And again, I thought things are going to turn around. Things are going to turn around. Okay. We get on the road. It's like one lane interstate on a Saturday night everywhere with all the construction again. So I missed the whole second half. have to listen to it on the radio. We finally get to the restaurant. By now, I have literally the worst headache I've had in my entire life. Like, and I mean ever. Like, it is soul crushing. I make it, I, our waiter at Granite City Brewery, I asked him, I have a weird request. Do you or any of the servers have any Advil or ibuprofen? Sure enough, they came through. Again, every time the people, I needed something from the people here, they were great to me. Which, which makes it even more painful that people this nice voluntarily live, voluntarily live in a place like this. We get back to the hotel after dinner. 
I think we're good to go. We've made it through the worst again. We get up the next morning. I'm ready to go. I'm like, it's out of here at nine o'clock. I'm going to get home about one, one thirty. So I'll see the second half of the Lions game. I'm like, you know, and I'm fine paying the tolls at this point. Just get me out of here. So I was like, Siri, just give me the fastest route to I-80 West to Iowa. Gives me the fastest route. I get on I-88, which is a mile from my hotel in Naperville. Twenty minutes into this drive, man, and I'm booking it. I'm making great time. I'm like, I'm going to make it home by like one o'clock, thirty minutes earlier than I thought. Road construction signs. One lane road ahead. It was one lane for the next 75 miles. I was behind Grandma Moses on her way to the local Lutheran church, I'm sure, in DeKalb the entire time. I had to stop three times to pay three dollar and sixty sec sixty cent tolls. I had to pay ten dollars to drive one lane at half the speed limit for almost a hundred miles. I get to the final toll. I ask the guy, my gosh, how many more of these are there? He looks at me, he shakes his head, he goes, I know. This is the last one. I'm about out of gas now. You did not run out of gas. Come on. I am I am down I'm down to less than fifteen miles. Am I am I my thing is telling me I have less than fifteen miles We're of gas. I'm not gonna left. let you leave the house anymore. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get off and get some gas. Cause he, he told me it was safe to get off because it was the last toll. I didn't want to get off and get on and keep paying tolls. Double because they'll double you up, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm past all the tolls. Now I can get off and get some gas. I get off, I get some gas. Because it's a toll road that's under construction. I cannot get back on the way out. I can only get if back you go on. Go back to Chicago? Going back to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't realize this because I, I have, guys, I've done a lot of driving trips in my day, a lot. So I just got back on the main road and went down the street looking for the typical route going the right. Yeah. And when it, I go down like a, a half mile down the road, and there's no route. I'm like, uh, and then I went and looked it up. Sure enough, there's no way to get back on that way. So I'm driving down the middle of this deserted street in Illinois. I finally have to pull over. I'm like, Siri, find me the closest route to Interstate 80. We finally, it, it's Siri, Siri literally said this to me. I'm not sure this is correct, but here's what I have. That's what she said. Literally, it's her direct quote. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. I'm not sure, I'm not sure this is correct, but here's what I have. That is exactly what Siri said. Wailing and gnashing of teeth. So Siri tells me now, many times over the years, Amy and I thought about getting off in Dixon, Illinois to go to Ronald Reagan's sure, birthplace. Sure. And we just always thought, again, George Costanza told me, that's not making wonderful time here. So we never did it, all right? Well, finally, in order to get me to I-80, I'm going to finally have to go through Dixon, Illinois, 
and Ronald Reagan's birthplace, which is a house with a trail. There's no reason to take 30 miles off the interstate to go, frankly. But I finally got a chance to see it. And I'm going through all these, past all these trucks and everything else. This, this route now, it took me, because it's one lane highway in a farming area, and I got to go through all the farming equipment, it took me well over an hour to go 35 miles. And then, finally, finally, we get to I-80 westbound and the route home. And we got home yesterday afternoon. I got home. I thought I was going to get home in time to see the Lions in the second half. I got home in time to watch Stafford throw that touchdown to Golden Tate. And then uh, the Cowboys kick the predictable field goal at the end of the game to win. And when it was over, Noah and I decided it was a very good bonding trip, just not in the way we intended, but the kind of trip that years from now when he has kids and his kids are, 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 are going to say to him, Dad, you're a little intense right now. He's going to be able to say to them, you think this is something? You should have seen the old man this t- that one time he took me to Chicago back in the, back in the fall of 2018 when I thought he was going to either have a heart attack or kill somebody. I, I am never doing this without my wife ever again. I'm, I, I, I just, no way. No way. I, I, it's too much responsibility. It's, it's too high of costs. That state, everything is way too high taxed, way too high cost. Road construction that never ends. How does anybody voluntarily live in Illinois? And that is our story. That is what happened over the weekend. All of it is true. May God have mercy on your soul. Your thoughts. Oh, you're going to get roasted for this. Oh, yeah. It's going to be glorious. Yeah. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean that everything was legit or it wasn't legit. But man, that's a rough one, man. Yeah. I mean, I know. I, yeah. My thoughts are you might never leave the house again. Now, you know why I don't like to go places, guys. I gave my wife such a big hug when I got home. I'm like, I can't. I, I love you, honey. <laughs> Never let me go. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, Aaron, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean. You ever have a trip like this with your old man? Oh, man. Uh, not, not really. No. No, I had a good dad, Steve. <laughs> 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 no, we take No, no, really can't along say that the, I along, along the way I have to confess, I I might have lost hold of my tongue a few times. And um Noah also learned a good lesson about uh repentance and grace and forgiveness. He learned a good he learned teachable he learned some, moments. Th- those were some lessons he learned about those things too. Yes. Yeah, no. Um yeah, don't don't go outside again. I mean, except to get here, but yeah. That's that's our lesson to a 45-year-old man. Don't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, what did I do? You didn't do anything. Chicago. To deserve this. In, Why did Chicago do this to me? In, 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 mother, in mother Chicago, you don't do anything. Chicago does you. Yes. I didn't choose the thug life. Yeah. Yes. All this time, all this time, I thought... When Rush said Shycoms, he was talking about China. He was talking about Chicago. Nice. I'm never going back. I believe that. 
Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. At least by car, I believe that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't know how people live like that. All that traffic and everything else, just to, you know, how do you take 30 minutes to go five miles to the mall before you even arrive? How do you thought, live like that? I thought Minneapolis traffic was terrible. That's, I mean. I thought I'd never see traffic worse than Atlanta, Georgia in my life. Now, to be fair, when every time I've gone to New York and D.C., I've never driven. I just fly there and I have Ubers or taxis take me everywhere I go. And I'm always on the phone or doing something. So I'm not really cognitive of what's going on traffic wise. I thought the traffic I drove in in Atlanta was going to be the worst I've ever seen in my life. But that. That was incredible. I mean, it, 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 it gave me muscle spasms, literally. I was a very broken man. Yeah. Next time, uh, next time you go on a road trip, just head west. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Once you get past Lincoln, Nebraska, it's just. I'm amazed you're as lucid and calm as you appear right now. I am really. I thought this. Like you may have had a call in a the guys. It's. It's. I tapped out I kept, on Monday. I kept telling Noah in between my conniption fits. When this is over in years from now, we're going to look back on all this, and it's going to be very funny. It's just right now someone will probably die but 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 in in the rear we're going to look back on this for years and laugh about this okay so it's kind of funny now when i lay it all out everything that happened it's kind of it's kind of funny now oh it's hilarious yeah it wasn't I funny agree. at the time i'll tell I you that her. much i mean there then, then there's details i left out oh boy like when we got back to the hotel i'm like at the, at the night of the game after leaving the game we got back to the hotel i'm like you're gonna need some more to drink and I'm, I just want to tell the guy, put, it, put the tab on the room for the drinks, for the, for the Dr. Pepper for Noah. There's a woman who's ahead of me who refuses to let him put her incidentals on her room tab. And she wants it on her card. I'm not making this up. She has the same Quicksilver card I do. The attendant at the hotel cannot figure out how to swipe it. This went on for 10 minutes. And I kept trying to like interrupt. Hey, why don't you just put on your... I, no, no, I want it on my card. You know, and this went on and on. It's like, I felt like I just brought this with me everywhere I went. Like I just, and I, 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 I gotta, I've got to believe if there's anybody out there that's had an experience like this, is this, if you had one and, and let's put this in perspective, no one is seriously hurt. No one died. Okay. Those are tragedies. But I mean, this is planes, trains, and automobiles kind of stuff I went through this weekend. And I, I, I wonder if anybody else has had anything that just went this short of calamity and an injury, this systemically bad. I don't think they would admit it publicly like you just did. <laughs> oh, well, that was our weekend news and views. That's what happened. This is what happened on my football vacation, kids. There was Don't, no limited football. Uh, yes. And, and very limited and no vacation. Yeah. Yes. I was so relaxed coming into work today because I knew whatever, no matter what happened, it was going to be far less stressful. Indeed. All right. We are back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. Steve Dace.